This episode of The Ruddy Cast is brought to you by Pillow Talk. A new offering in our cologne line, Pillow Talk is designed with romance in mind. When you're taking out that special someone for an evening to remember, look no further than this sensual blend, affectionately mixed with chocolate-covered strawberries and champagne, and utilizing a masculine undercurrent of soft leather and smooth cologne. Easily one of the best scents we've created thus far, we're proud to be your wingman for that evening that just has to go perfectly. Pillow Talk is available now at ruddymangrooming.com. And remember, you're not ready till you're ruddy. Hey there, it's Jimmy Atkins from Ruddy Man Grooming once again with our very second episode of the Ruddy Cast. And man, am I so excited that we are continuing something brand new in the world of, uh, of Ruddy Man. Um, I'm super excited that we got as much good feedback as we did from the supporters, the customers, um, just friends along the way who just love the, the whole medium of podcasting in general. Um, I'm one of those guys that just eats up, uh, audio, anything, uh, while I'm in the car or while I'm working in the shop, whatever it is. So it's really fun to bring to fruition. One of those dreams, uh, to add to that world. And here we are making our second episode. So I wanted to let all of you know, first of all, that I'm so grateful for each of you that have listened, who have given me your ear, your time, uh, for those of you that are customers, for giving me your money. <laughs> I really appreciate that, giving me the chance to, um, to earn uh, not only your dollars, but your trust. And uh, yeah, so thank you for that. Um, we're going to jump right in here. Uh, I have a brand new idea and... It's sort of brand new. It's also kind of old because it was going to be in a different format before just recently. Um, but it's this, this idea called the Ruddy Makers Guild. And uh, essentially, it was going to start off as being just a collaborative effort, maybe once a year, once a quarter, I don't know, something like that, between uh, my company and another company to create... Um, a really cool beard oil scent, which may still be on the table down the road. But for right now, uh, there seems to be an easier and not even just easier, just more interesting to me way to utilize the whole title of the Ruddy Makers Guild. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump into some candid interviews uh, between me and a company owner or owners uh, in the future and makes kind of a sub series here on the ruddy cast. I, I'll let you know in the first episode that we're going to be kind of all over the place, uh, because I believe that the thing that is the tie between a lot of disparate parts is our own self right at the center. We are the hub. So with that said, I have a plan and I've been talking to some owners and, uh, hopefully some of you guys are out there listening and you know, hey, that's me. He, Jimmy's been talking to me. Um, but what we're going to do is bring some of those guys in 
and make sure uh, I say guys, guys and gals, we're going to bring them in. And yeah, we'll talk a little bit of shop, but really what we're planning on doing is um, getting into the heart of why they started the company they started. Uh, and, you know, there are there are a lot of different answers to these questions, uh, depending on where you're from or what your experiences have been, who you are, uh, what you hope to accomplish. Um, but but I'm very excited about that. So hopefully the next episode will be one of those interviews. Um, but for this episode, I wanted to kind of uh, kick it off with my own backstory and let you guys know why Ruddy Man even exists today. Uh, it's, it's important to know where a company comes from. And, uh, even if the answer is I just needed some extra dough, you know, or I just like to do it. So I do it. Uh, but we'll find that out as we go with other makers. As for me, I'm going to take you way back to the year 2017. I know <laughs> archaic. So in the year 2017, uh, I was a worship pastor for a local church that I helped start with my father. He's the lead pastor. And we had started that church in 2012. So uh, we were a good five years in as a church. And we were, um, it was an unorthodox start to a church plant. Most times, I don't know if you're familiar with this or not. I'll just give you a quick rundown. Most church plants go through at least a six-month to a year-long uh, period of time to gather resources, uh, get ideas, make sure their vision, their game plan is down, get the right people involved in the right positions. And they do all that typically from, um, from a home or that kind of thing. So uh, we did not have that happen to us. So um, I'll just let you know. We came from a church uh, that um, was not very inviting to the style of ministry that we had. Um, they weren't very uh, open to the idea of utilizing funding to do outreach projects and things that would bring new blood and new people into the church. That's all I'm going to say about them. Uh, it turned out to be a bad fit. So. Uh, over the course of 24 hours, we signed our resignation papers at that original church where my dad was lead pastor and I was also the worship pastor there. And that very night, we uh, took up residence in an auxiliary building owned by another church we knew of um, and began our church the very next morning. <laughs> so that is really, really, really outside of the box when it comes to starting up a church plant. Uh, we didn't have that planning time. We didn't have all that background. We just had a passion to reach people with the gospel. And we had um, a good sized team that already knew how to play well together. Uh, so we started up Four Points Church. Um, and for five years, we, uh, we went through a little bit of the highs and lows kind of thing that you feel from any kind of new relationship. Uh, starting a new church is just like starting a new relationship in a lot of ways. You have to find out what works, what doesn't. Uh, you have to be open to change and be able to whittle away the things that uh, you maybe once thought were absolutely necessary. As long as they didn't touch uh, the fundamental principles of 
of who you were as a body of believers. So all of that to get us to 2017, we had reached a point where some of those folks who had been with us before, for whatever reason, none, none uh, typically bad reasons, no bad reasons or anything like that, just um, decided that they needed to go find another church home. One of the people that had taken off uh, was the, the person in charge of paying our church's bills. Now, they when they left, there there was a uh, a lapse in <laughs> in uh, let's say teaching or apprenticing someone else to take over that role. So about a year after they left, we came to the realization that some of our bills were ex- exorbitant. Uh, some of them had not been paid in a long, long time. And I don't think it was done in, in, with any malicious intent. It was just an oversight that ended up, pay, you know, uh, having a big price tag. So let that be a lesson to you guys. Always stay on top of your bills. <laughs> um, so uh, let's say we come to the end of 2016 and realize that uh, in that year, um, uh, well, I'll say this, in uh, in 2017, um, we, we lost a whole lot of our, uh, our paycheck, my dad and I, um, and, and it was because we believed in keeping the church doors open. So what we found was that, uh, my paycheck that was, uh, intermittent at best during this time and my wife's teaching salary were not enough for us to, uh, raise the family uh, that we had started with little Lena. A lot of, you know, her as princess tingle. Um, and we had a, a home, a house that we were turning into a home and we had to, uh, you know, you got mortgages and, and a car payment and the necessities to make sure that your life, um, is doing the things it has to do. You know, you, you make cutbacks where you can, but Eventually, you come to a place where it's like, well, I have to have this to go to my job and I have to have this to come home from my job. (laughs) So uh, what had happened in the years prior, uh, my wife had bought me a beard oil kit because I had gone from when she met me as a a man with long hair and goatee to a man with short hair and a full beard. And she was like, Hey, check this out. This might make it less coarse, less, uh, bristly. That was in probably the year 2015. And I started doing some research and thinking, you know, at the time I am, um, I'm a touring musician. I'm leading worship for events that are like ski retreats and summer, uh, camps and things like this. And eventually I would, uh, I would help out with other churches sometimes on Sundays and what I found was uh, it would it would be a nice idea to have my own beard oil bottle uh, just to put on my CD table, just as another thing to, to sell to people. Because every single time I was playing somewhere, people were asking me what I did to make my beard look healthy. And, if, and you know, and I was I was using somebody else's um, product. It was a really good product. Um, and, and I don't mind telling you, it was Mountaineer brand. They're they're very, very, very good products. Uh, you can get them just about anywhere. Um, I think we got ours on Amazon. So they, uh, they inspired me in a roundabout way to try and just make a bottle so that it could, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. It was a little bit 
on the gimmicky side. I wanted it to be something that was good for your beard, but I definitely wanted it to be something that could be picked up at a show. Um, and then, you know, our, our band disbanded shortly before all of this, um, financial crisis at the church that I was at happened. So here I am left with a little bit of knowledge on how to make, you know, your average beard oil. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll just put this, uh, this knowledge back in the back of my head. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere now. And uh, a friend of mine gives me a homemade bottle of just a carrier oil blend, no scent, no fragrance or essential oils added, nothing like that. Just, just your, uh, your run of the mill. And I say run of the mill loosely because it was really good quality stuff, but it was just, you know, a straight up basic scentless beard oil. And it made me think, okay, well, my, my friend over here made this and it, and it's quality, you know, um, I had some friends at church who really wanted to get into the beard oil game, but they didn't have any time, uh, to do that. They didn't have the resources or the outlet. And I, at the time am working from home for the church and I'm a stay at home father. So I have, uh, a really nice, uh, swath of time when, when the baby girl was down for a nap and she was taking two of these really long naps a day. So I'm like, I've got time, you know, uh, start thinking and talking to my wife. And of course we're praying about what to do with the financial situation. And it all really comes down to, we wanted to, uh, try something out. And it wasn't just because, you know, we wanted to do something or it wasn't just because we wanted to, you know, get a little supplemental income. This was a crisis for us. So we were at a place where I needed to try to find something creative so that I could make some money to, to keep my family fed and to keep our, uh, our car and our house really at the end of the day, it really came down to, I need to be able to pay the bills and pay for groceries so that my wife's teaching salary could take care of the brunt of the bigger things. We needed the day to day. Um, and at a time where I knew I was doing the job I needed to do, but I wasn't getting paid for it. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, we're going to, we're going to go for a hail Mary here. Um, so that may be a lot like some other guys' stories. And that's, I mean, you know, it's sad that that is the, the reason, but sometimes calamity is a catalyst, isn't it? So all of that to say in the early part of 2017, I decided that I was going to try to put together just a couple of bottles of beard oil. And then I had seen around that people were doing these tins of balm and, uh, and I tried my hand at some of that. And I, I mean, the first iterations of balm were just awful guys. It was like dry, uh, pockmarked, crusty. It peeled up out of the tin. It did not emulsify. Well, it was crumbly like a cookie, you know, I mean, it was just awful. Um, and during this time I'm thinking, okay, my beard oil can sell. My beard oil can sell, uh, and there are tons of guys in my uh, general vicinity where I lived in Western North Carolina, I still live there, um, who have beards, but they don't seem to be taking really proper care of them. So our first uh, motto was born from that. It was man up, take care of your beard. Any guy, any guy uh, practically with the right genes and the right hair follicles can grow a beard. Um, to take care of it takes being... Uh, a man and a man of integrity, you know, that's, that was our take on things. So 
uh, February of 2017, I started handing out samples to some guys at my church um, and uh, just tried to get a feel for what they liked, what they didn't. At this point, I was all essential oils only. And in June of that year, we had gotten enough um, good feedback under our belts to go ahead and, uh, you know, kind of sign those papers and get ourselves a legitimate business type. Now, at the time, we we were an S corporation instead of an LLC. I've since learned that LLCs are just just as well for guys like us, small businesses and, and that kind of thing. Um, but at the time, my wife was uh, starting her art business and I was starting this uh, ruddy man business. Uh, we put together the logo. We got all the things together that we needed to and we started going to trade shows. Um, and, you know, it just kind of escalated from there. You know, trade shows for the next year and a half. And then right after that year and a half started, we, or it ended, we really jumped deep into the online world. And then you see us where we are now. So um, that's kind of the takeaway. Uh, the reason that we became Ruddy Man uh, Beard Company at the time, and now Ruddy Man Grooming, was based out of just a, a dire need to take care of the bills, but also maintain um, the fact that I could stay home and raise our daughter because we didn't want to just send her off to a daycare or preschool. That's not to knock people who do. It's just for us, we knew that we were called to have at least one parent in the home while these kids were very young and impressionable. And we we wanted to, to make sure that that stayed, uh, stayed the course. And um, I'll be very honest with you guys. I mean, uh, I cannot split my uh, my business life from my personal life. I'm not the kind of guy who knows how to do that. And I don't think it's healthy to be two or three different people. I think it's fine to wear three or four different hats. But to be a different person uh, when you're on and off screen or behind a microphone or in a hushed room with just two or three other people. It just doesn't jive, man. Uh, you got to be you all the time. And so I, I, I preface this with that because uh, many people who have uh, seen me online understand that the whole, like the worship pastor, the church part of me, that is still very much alive and well, I have not left that behind. And uh, now we have left, um, that church that we had been talking about on good terms. It was one of those things where we were called to go somewhere else. I was called to be in church with my family and not just leading church because for the entirety of the time I had been with my wife, I had never uh, been at a church service where we just, we were together in it. I was always on stage uh, leading songs, which is still a, a great passion of mine, but uh, I believe God has blessed Ruddy Man to become a full-time, um, occupation, you know, and there are lean times and there are, uh, fat times as it were. But, uh, yeah, we, we stepped down from that worship pastor position, uh, to also help that church out financially. And it has, it has begun to, uh, to thrive a lot more since we've uh, stepped out of that paid position, so I'm really happy about that. I'm really um, seeing the Lord move there. And uh, we're also seeing the Lord move in this business. Uh, we're still able to do uh, what we do in terms of traveling and helping out in music for worship events and things like that. 
Um, but yes, our, our, the long and short of it is this. Uh, Ruddy Man was not born out of a desire to see uh, the very best products ever made. I know that sounds like it's counterintuitive, but I want to be real with you guys. Uh, it was it was less about making the very best products on the market, and it was more about just getting enough to survive. Um, and the Lord took that and multiplied it, and now our vision has has changed from that of just pure survival to let's create something absolutely amazing for our customers, give them an amazing experience. Use every creative outlet that we have at our fingertips to turn this beard grooming company into just an overall uh, life-changing experience for people, teaching them not only how to take care of their beards, but how to take care of their families and their friends and their communities. Um, that That is the core of our mission statement with Ruddy Man. Uh, we don't want to just make amazing products and get lots of money. Those are great side effects. Um, more importantly, we want to leave a mark, uh, and that mark we want to leave is is for the kingdom of God. So, just know this: if you purchase from Ready Man, um, we believe that you will love what you have, you will love what you get, or you'll get your money back, or you'll get some other product to take the place of the one you don't like, and then you can, you know, pay that forward and and possibly bring somebody else into the ruddy man fold, you know, um, and just know that you're not just supporting an idea or a really neat little, um, project. You're actually supporting a family that has decided this was the way that we needed to go before I was going to have to send my child to preschool and find another job altogether. So I say all of that to let you know this is the kind of thing I want to talk about with other makers. Now, of course, we'll talk. Um, I mentioned this before. We'll talk some shop. We'll make sure that uh, you guys get your fill of like, where do you get your ideas for your scent profiles? And why did you choose the carrier blend that you did? And what are some of your favorite tools of the trade? And that kind of thing. That all has a place and it's wonderful. But I want the Ready Makers Guild to focus more importantly on uh, the heartbeat behind the maker. Perhaps that will help you find out why they are a good company to go with. Sometimes, and I am a firm believer in this, I have bought products from people that I haven't really absolutely loved. And I don't mean just beard products. I mean any kind of product. But if it's handmade and it's made with heart and uh, and you have a resounding um kindredness with that person a lot of times you can be the instrument by which they are uh supplied for and i really believe um in not just paying forward but sometimes you pay for things that you don't really necessarily want but you do it because you really want to help somebody else and when you do that we we let through some of the glimmer of uh of the fingerprint of God on our lives. So, uh, keep that in mind. I don't know who our next guest is going to be just yet, but stay posted on our Instagram page, which is at ruddy man grooming or facebook.com forward slash ruddy man grooming. Or of course you can always go to ruddy man pick up a couple things while you're there. And guess what? 
if you want a free bottle of oil to go with any of your order, just throw it into the, the, the cart and right before checkout at the discount box, not the notes box, the discount box, throw in all caps, ready to ruddy. Three words all smooshed together, R-E-A-D-Y-T-O-R-U-D-D-Y, and you will get that beard oil off your order for free. Now, you'll still get the beard oil, but you won't pay for it. So uh, that's just my little gift to you. Try us out if you haven't, and if you have, let us know why you love Ruddy Man. What makes you a Ruddy Man? We always want to hear about that. Uh, let me know some uh, suggestions on who you'd like to hear on the show. And with that said, I bid you adieu and remember this, y'all. You're not ready till you're ready. Hey.